Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. If you're ready to drop the excuses and start showing up as the boss you know you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. I have a question for you. When was the last time you said, I don't have any time or I'm just so busy or I'm too busy to do blank? When is the last time you've said one of those phrases? Chances are, if you're like most people, you've probably said at least one of those today. And I know that I've already heard two of those phrases from clients of mine today, and it's not even noon. And it's such a common thing that people say, myself included. And I think the reason why that we are saying that so much is simply because it's true. You probably are incredibly busy. You probably have filled up a lot of your time to where it feels like there isn't another minute that you could possibly spare for anything else. And if you're nodding along to this, and if this does sound like you, just know that you're in good company, first of all, and keep listening to this episode because today I'm going to share with you tactical ways to actually create more time in your days. And yes, We all have the same 24 hours in a day, but there are things that you can do free and paid that will free up hours in your schedule and bonus, make you more money too. What? So before I get to the list of magical time savers that we're going to dive into, let's first talk about why this is so important for each and every one of us to understand and take seriously. First and foremost, let's start with the obvious. Whether you realize it or not, time is our most valuable resource because it's the one that we can't get back, right? We can get money and material objects back, but we can't get back time. And for my mamas out there listening, I know that you probably just felt a pang in your heart like I did because this unfortunate fact of life is reminded to us constantly as we watch our babies grow right before our eyes. It is crazy. And second... Time is ultimately the thing that we really want, even over money, whether we realize it or not. And listen, if someone tried to tell me that a year ago as I was struggling to grow my business, or maybe even years prior to this when I was in school full-time and bartending on the weekends and working in an office during the week to pay the bills, if someone would have come up to me and said, you know, what you really need is more time. I would have laughed and said, no, what I really need is more money. Get me more of that, please. And I wasn't wrong. And if you feel that way too, you're not either. Money is obviously important. I mean, hello, I didn't name my podcast the Six Figure Influencer for nothing. But when you get down to the nitty gritty of why you want to make money, why you want to create six figures in your business... Yeah, it's to buy the shoes and to pay off the bills, no doubt. But even deeper than that, why are you doing this? Why are you busting your butt to grow a business and bring in great money? Ultimately, we are doing this for the freedom to live life on our terms, to take the trips, 
to buy the things, to drive the car, to stay home with the kids, or to hire people to not stay home with the kids, right? We work so hard and have these big dreams ultimately to be able to live our lives the way that we want to and have the freedom to do so. And yes, a lot of that requires money to make it happen, but trust me, there are people out there making bukus of money, but they don't have any time or freedom to do the things that they truly want to do. So this is why having an understanding of this is so important because when you get this, you not only will spend your time more wisely, but you'll also hopefully be more open to investing your money into things that will create this freedom for you, which is exactly what happened for me. It wasn't too long ago that I had a very backwards understanding of this concept. I used to think that I had to make good money first before it was okay or acceptable to invest in things that would create more time for me. When in reality, I found that it's actually really hard to make good money without investing in support. And of course, we all have different definitions of what, quote, good money means. But for this purpose, I just mean like an overflow of money. I used to think that I had to be making an overflow of money first, and then I was allowed to invest in help around the house or in my business. And everyone's different. We all have different amounts of time to pour into our businesses. So I'm sure there are plenty of people due to their circumstances that are able to make killer incomes before investing a dime into anything else. And that's amazing. But unfortunately, that was not my experience and it never would have been. So let me paint you a picture of what my experience looked like. My experience was I eventually hit a wall. I was trying to do everything. I was trying to be the homemaker and the full-time mom and the full-time business owner and the doting wife and the sister and the friend. I was trying to wear all the hats, so much so that my hours were spent, like totally spent. And by the way, I was really strict with my time. Note that I didn't say smart. I said strict because I know that I wasn't smart with my time, but I was strict, meaning taking full advantage of naptime hustles and working in the evenings and on the weekends. You know, I was barely taking care of myself, which I don't say that with pride. I say that as a warning because that time in our life was not pretty. My time, like I said, was spent. I was physically and emotionally exhausted. Life wasn't fun or light. It all felt really heavy and frustrating and just exhausting. And no matter how hard I worked or how much I tried to time block or be better at my job, I had hit the wall of money I was able to earn because I simply didn't have any more time. And I know that a big part of that too was because I was so tired. So I'm sure my energy was off. My creativity was lacking. I mean, I could go on and on. So for me, it damn near took a mental breakdown to finally say, that's it. I need help now and finally taking action on it because I had thought about it for months and I had talked about it all the time. But again, I had this backwards idea that my bank account had to be super cushy in order to justify the investment. 
And instead, what I found to be true since finally making these investments was that the creation of more space, time, and freedom in my schedule was the key to bringing in more money. All right? So take it from me, if you related to any of that that I just said, you do not need to be a train wreck before you're allowed to do these things. And you don't have to have thousands of extra dollars in the bank before it's acceptable, even hundreds. Yes, of course you should be able to cover the expense, and I'm certainly not saying that anyone should be going hungry to do this, but it very well may require a short-term sacrifice on something else that you're spending money on so that you can make this work, okay? So how do we go about creating more of this valuable time in our days? Again, I'm going to share with you what I've actually done and how each of these worked for me and my family and my business. Let's start with the thing that doesn't require monetary investment because I do think everyone should get this one down first, probably before you spend any money on anything else, because if you're not doing what I'm about to share with you, then investing in other help won't be as effective and you'll end up wasting money, which obviously is the last thing that any of us want. So the first way that you can go about creating more time is to work effectively, no brainer, right? But in all reality, this is a thing that I have to emphasize so much to some of the women that I work with because, and by the way, myself in the past too, and still sometimes today, of course, but if you've never worked from home before, or if you're new to the social media type business, or if you're just now shifting into taking your business more seriously, you may not realize how much time you're wasting due to sneaky distractions and lack of structure. So the first piece of working more effectively is the structure piece, having a plan and schedule in place so that you know when to flip into work mode and when to turn it off. And I was just having a one-on-one call with one of my girls the other day and we were talking and you know her kids are are back in school or they're in school and she has this you know she has several hours in her day but she was just going on about how she can't seem to find the time to get all the things for her business done in terms of creating content and showing up on social media and you know the things that she and I had strategized around and I said well you know, do you have certain hours that you sit down and work every day? And she said, well, you know, I I do, but I'm always getting distracted. There's always something to be done. You know, there's always like things to do around the house and people stopping by. Like a lot of my neighbors, their kids are at school too. So they'll just like pop in throughout the day. And I had to tell her like, I get it. But at the same time, you are running a business. I guarantee you your neighbors or, you know, your husband's friends aren't just stopping by his place of business to say hello in the middle of a work day, right? Like you have to treat people how to treat you. So it first comes down to creating a schedule and structure for your work day. And that might mean that you have to break it up into multiple parts of the day. It might mean that you have a few hours in the middle of your day, or you have to get up a little bit earlier or stay up a little later, but come up with a schedule for yourself that you stick to like a job, y'all, because this is a business. (laughs) And then If there are people that aren't respecting that, first let them know, hey, this is my work time, so that they at least 
can, you know, they have the opportunity to respect it. And if they're not, it is up to you. It's your job and your responsibility to speak up and say, hey, I'll get back to you in an hour whenever I'm done working. Or, hey, you know, let me text you later turning off notifications, right? If you're easily distracted, if you do not have a system, it's going to be very, very easy for you to be pulled in multiple directions. And this is especially for us that work at home and especially on social media. And another piece of that too is limiting yourself from distractions. Social media, the whole, I mean, it is created to capture and hold our attention. Notifications are created to be impossible to ignore. So if you have your notifications on, if you have all the apps on your phone, if you have, you know, things popping up constantly as you're trying to write content or you're trying to take care of clients or whatever it is that you're trying to do, of course, you're going to get distracted because that's the point. And I was just talking, well, I just did a podcast about this, you know, creating boundaries for yourself on social media. And I had to do that for myself because I knew, I mean, I could easily see all the time that was just melting away for what, because I would get so distracted looking at my messages or looking at my notifications or getting caught on somebody else's stories. So because I saw that the writing on the wall there and I saw that obviously I need to lock it up, things that I started to do, and you can go back and watch this or listen to this episode if you want more details on this, but I turn off all notifications on my phone. My phone is on airplane mode while I'm working constantly, no matter what. Um, I... I just downloaded Instagram today for the first time at three o'clock in the afternoon, right? Like I am really, really mindful and strict about, okay, this is my time to write content. This is my time to take care of a client. This is my time to meditate or to journal or to, you know, do whatever I need to do. And I really like give my full attention to each task because multitasking is a lie. It's just ways to do more things poorly. So yeah, that's the first piece to working effectively is create a structure for your day, create hours. And you know, it might have to be flexible for a little bit. If you have little ones at home, of course, um, you'll have to give yourself some grace there, but do your best. And when it's time to work, work and respect that create boundaries, let people know, turn off distractions, And another big piece of this before we move on is create time limits for yourself. I heard this for the first time on, I think, Brooke Castillo's podcast, The Life Coach School. And she was talking about how something that she sees a lot of her clients do and something that she used to do and something I totally used to do and still do sometimes is, you know, if you work from home, especially it's so easy and fun to not put a time limit on yourself and, you know, give yourself all day to do these tasks that in all reality should take 30 minutes to an hour. And I was totally doing that with like podcasts and posts. I was just giving myself the freedom to spend as much time that I thought would be necessary to knock these things out. And the, what she said that you know, the more effective way to do it is give yourself a time limit for each of these posts. Give yourself 30 minutes. That's all you have. Embrace the idea of B minus work, which you know I talk about a lot with my clients too. 
which is don't try and make your work perfect. That's, you know, your work doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to get done, right? So like embrace B minus work, give yourself a time limit and stick to that and watch how much more you get done when you say, okay, I have to schedule out my content and I have 15 minutes to do it or I have to make this post and have 30 minutes, you know, and you're going to be much more able to plan out your day and again, work so much more effectively which I guarantee you, if you are not doing that well right now, if you start doing it and you do that hardcore for like a month, you will make more money for yourself, which means we have more money to play with for investing in some daggum help. So let's talk about ways that you can hire people to buy you back some time, literally buy yourself back some time, people. So let's start with, I'm just going to go in order of all the things that I invested in and why and how they supported my business and helped me bring in more money and create more time. The very first thing that I invested in for my business was hiring a coach. And I'm so thankful I did. So you might have remembered if you listened to it, episode 31, when I was talking about reframing a big goal for yourself, and I used the metaphor of traveling to relate to, you know, working toward this big goal or building a business. And I said, you know, there are multiple ways, there are multiple paths to building a business. And, you know, you could hitchhike, you could drive, or you could fly. And obviously, you know, those will get you to your destination at different rates of time. And the equivalent of flying to me is hiring a coach. You are fast tracking the rate that you learn how to do something. You are literally buying somebody else's knowledge and them teaching you exactly what they know at a much, hopefully a faster rate than if you were to buy a course or if you were to take in a ton of free content. So before I hired a coach, I had locked up all of my time. I was working pretty effectively for what I could do. And I had enough money to invest in a coach. And it was a really big investment. I'm not going to lie. And it was tough. (laughs) It was tough, but hashtag no regrets because it was the thing that gave me the idea and the confidence to host my own mastermind, which has been one of my biggest income drivers this whole year. So I'm so grateful that I took the chance and I hired that coach, even at the time it was really scary. So that's one of the ways that you can buy yourself back some time. I think it's such a blessing that we have so much knowledge and content at our fingertips, so much free knowledge and content at our fingertips through podcasts and Facebook groups and YouTube videos and videos and, you know, the whole nine. It's incredible, but everybody has a different way to do everything, right? So if you're not careful, if you're doing what I used to do, which was taking in so much information from so many different people, you're going to become overwhelmed and confused. And it was just a whole mess. And for me, I knew what I wanted my business to look like, or I thought I did. So I found a coach that had a business that I aspired to create. Um, And she was, you know, a few steps ahead of me. And that is why I hired her. That's how I chose her. So I recommend you doing the same, at least for one of your first coaches. Choose somebody that's doing what you want to do well. Hire them. Learn how to do it quickly and effectively. And then take action fast. 
That leads me to my second investment, not for my business really, but kind of more so for my household. So I invested in my coach. I started taking on one-on-one clients. I started bringing in um, better money for sure, which was awesome, but also talk about being booked, uh, like super, super booked. Again, such a blessing, but remember, I only had so much time during the week, even before I hired the coach. So now I had even more work, which required me to work earlier in the morning, later in the evenings, and on my weekends too. And you know, you got to do what you got to do. I'm cool with that. You got to you gotta work it out sometimes and make those sacrifices, especially in the beginning of your business or busy seasons in your business, for sure. But what was happening was, like I alluded to earlier, I wasn't taking care of myself and I was trying to wear all of the hats. So I had this full-time business and I was trying to be a homemaker and the wife and everything. And I was very burnt out and on the edge of a mental breakdown, legit. And one of the things that was driving me the craziest was the house was an absolute disaster. Now, Chris is so helpful with everything. He truly, you know, like we talked about in last week's episode, and I'll talk about this all the time. He's always been so incredibly supportive. He's so, I mean, we are very equal in terms of household work and our businesses and everything. Okay. And Cruz especially. Like, there's none of this, like, I mainly take care of Cruz and he comes home and he doesn't because he's the, you know, he earns the most. No, it's none of that. Like, whenever he's home, he helps me. He supports me, okay? (laughs) Just want to be clear on that. However, Chris doesn't care as much about a clean and tidy house as much as I do. We have different definitions of what clean is, and I'm cool with that. I'm not trying to change the man. I'm just saying my standards were not being met because I was so busy and because he was helping me with crews and nobody was taking care of the house. And that didn't bother him, but it hella bothered me. And it was just like, I couldn't deal with it. And finally, you know, I have toyed around with the idea of hiring house cleaners before. We had hired one a couple of years ago and I don't know, it just, it didn't really work out. And I wanted to bring in some more, but obviously this was going to be an investment and money was already tight and he didn't love the idea. And finally, it took one bad day for me to be like, I don't care what you think. I'm bringing in somebody once a week at least. So that's where we started, once a week cleaning. And it was so nice because, again, what was happening was I was working my butt off during the week. I had to work on the weekends and I had to clean the house. That was like my designated time to clean because I wouldn't do it during the week because I had a business to run. So... All of my time was spent. I had no time with my family. I was always doing something and it was the freaking worst. So we brought in house cleaners and I'm telling you, it was one of the best decisions I have ever made. It changed so much. It just created so much space in my mind. 
so much more freedom or a little bit more freedom. And since then, we've added another day. So now they come in on Tuesdays and Fridays and it's a game changer. And I've never looked back. I will never look back. I'll do it every day. I don't care. Um, I am all about that house cleaning life. Not me, somebody else. Not my area of expertise. It's probably not yours either. So I highly recommend when you get a little bit extra money in your budget, just look into it. What can it hurt? Like how many hours can that save you? And that's another thing. I know I'm like, there's so many different tangents right now, but that's another thing that, you know, Chris, he would say, but we could do it and we could, you know, that money could go somewhere else and we could do the housekeeping. Okay. But in those hours that I could be cleaning, I could be resting, which is going to be better for my business and myself and uh, for the family, or I could be working and bringing in more money in those two to three hours I could be cleaning than doing that myself, wasting my time and saving 80 bucks. Like, no, give me a break. Sometimes you have to put your foot down and I'm glad that I did because best investment ever. And as I'm like looking at this list of these investments I've made for our household and our business, each one earned me more money, y'all. Time is money. The more money I saved doing tasks that I had no business doing, surprise, surprise, I started earning more, which allowed me to pour more into my business. So I hired the coach, I hired some cleaners twice a week now, and then it got to the point where, again, was booked and I couldn't grow because I only had so much time during the day. I could only work during these small pockets of time that Cruz was sleeping or Chris was home or whatever. And obviously I'm here to grow. We're all here to grow. So now it was time to consider bringing in some help with Cruz, which ultimately led us to hiring our nanny, Aliana. Now, I know I just said that hiring cleaners was one of the best decisions that we made in terms of my business and sanity. Aliana, out of all the things I've invested in, has to be the best thing because uh, I don't even know where to start. Before, whenever I was first starting my business, Cruz was really, really young. I was still nursing him. He was taking multiple naps during the day. So I was there. I mean, there was no way. I mean, I know that people do it all the time. People do it. Women do it every day where they take their kids to daycare because they have to. And I get it. And, you know, if I'm so thankful that I didn't have to go that route. But it was time to do something because as he got older, and I wasn't nursing anymore and he was taking less naps. Again, I only had very, very small amounts of time to devote to my business and I had a choice. Do I continue to stay at this level? Do I give it up completely? Do I continue to try and multitask? Like why, while he's up, do I try and do multiple things and risk putting him in danger and risk my sanity because I felt so guilty about it all the time? Or do I bring somebody in to support me? And again, that's why we ultimately made that decision because it sucked at the time. I felt so guilty. And at the same time, I had so much ambition and I saw so much potential for my business and 
I didn't think that I should have to choose either or. So to me, bringing in a nanny a few days a week was that happy medium. It allowed me to pour myself fully into my business and be fully present and not have to worry about what Cruz was doing or him feeling like he was trying to fight for my attention. I knew that he would be taken care of. I'd be in the house. I knew that he was happy and playing. And then whenever I signed off work, I was able to fully sign off and be present with him. And also that amount of time that I bought in my schedule, you know, that allowed me to bring in more clients. It allowed me to create more things for my people which poured back into the amount of money that I was making. And it overall just made us all happier and more balanced. So what this could look like for you, I mean, everybody wants to do different things and believes in different levels of support. And, you know, it could be a daycare a couple of days a week. It could be mama's day out. It could be bringing in a mother-in-law or a friend to help you out even for just a couple hours. And with her, we started at two days a week from noon to five, which was amazing. And now we are at Monday through Thursday, noon to five. So we've just continued to kind of feel it out and use her as we need her. And it's just, it's been such a blessing. And that time again has been so incredible for the growth of my business. And that investment has been paid off tenfold because of that. So I just encourage you. I know it's a huge, that one, especially when you get the kids involved, it is such it's a hard one. It's a hard trigger to pull. And I just encourage you to look into it. It doesn't hurt to look into it. What could those hours do for your business and your mama guilt and all of the things? Okay. Doesn't hurt to think about it. Another way to win you back some time in your day and week and overall schedule is to invest in a photographer. Now, I did this one. I think I started doing this more frequently. I'd totally done it before, but it was more sporadic in the beginning of my business, just like hooking up with a random photographer or two. Um, but I've started doing this much more frequently, probably in between investing in house cleaners and Aliana. I think it was somewhere in between there that I needed pictures done and I almost grabbed my camera to stage them myself like I've done many, many, too many times to count. And I said, you know what? no, I'm not doing this anymore. I especially, you know, have having done this for big brands and, you know, been doing this for myself for a while now, I know the value of not only my time, but high quality pictures, especially with our kinds of businesses. Instagram is such a visual platform. If you're going to be doing this and doing this seriously, your pictures need to be on point. And yes, you can stage and many people stage and take their own pictures and do just fine. But in my case, and I know a lot of you all as well, again, this is about time and, and creating space in your schedule and not filling it up with yet another task for you to have to manage on your own that's not in your area of expertise. And this is when I was like, Okay, fine. 
So I reached out to a photographer that I love. She's actually the one who shot our wedding. And we just came up with a system and essentially just about every quarter. So she'll come over and we will do some branded photos for my business. Um, it ends up being anywhere from like 50 to 75 photos or so. Of course, they're all edited. Um, she will then throw, um, you know, the edits are, they fit with my Instagram. She knows that. And it works out beautifully and it saves me so much time and stress trying to stage these myself and edit them and get them on par with what I'm wanting to put out there. So I encourage you to look into that as well. And it's funny that I'm talking about this tonight because just a few minutes ago, I got a message from one of the sweet girls that did the Influence to Income formula the first round. And I had mentioned this. I went into investing into a photographer in the formula and I, you know, shared essentially what I'm sharing on here. And she sent me a message and she was like, you know, basically like money's tight, but I made it work. And what she did was she made a deal with a local photographer that she would edit her own pictures. She just needed the photographer to take a bunch for her. And one day she would handle all the editing. And she seriously set up an eight hour shoot with multiple locations, multiple outfit changes. So they just went out one time, got hundreds of photos. She's going to be able to use these photos for God knows how long. And she's just going to throw the same preset on all of them. And that to me, I mean, it was such a boss move. I was so impressed. And that's just another example right there. Like if you can't afford a local photographer to take them and edit them, why not throw that out there? And, you know, it doesn't hurt to ask. And maybe not every photographer would be down for that, but you never know. So anyway, I know photographers that are open to doing trade outs sometimes or, you know, open to using your images for their social media and their marketing purposes. So there are a lot of ways that you can meet in between or, you know, just do what I do and invest two to $300 every quarter. And again, the high quality photos, whenever you use them, they're going to get more reach on social media, which means more people are going to see what you're posting about, which means more people are going to learn about your business and you're giving more business opportunities out of that, which makes it a good investment. All right. So the final way that I am looking into winning back some time in my life and also investing in my business is I am about to hire my first employee. And I know that a lot of people listening, this might not even be on your radar. Truly, it wasn't even on my radar six months ago, you know, but here we are. And it's really exciting and you never know where your business can go. Um, you know, I am all about women, even women in direct sales, thinking outside of the box and creating their own business outside of what they're doing right now as another way to bring in more income. So anyway, just keep an open mind. But I wanted to talk about this and no, I have not hired anybody yet. I'm actually hiring somebody by next week. So I can't give a lot of insight of what this looks like right now and how it's working but I can share why I'm doing it outside of the obvious. I need more time back in my life. But this is another reason 
or another way for me to grow and for me to also stay in my quote genius zone. Right now, I've got my hands in every single area of my business from customer service to content creation to everything, everything in between. And it's awesome. And I'm really grateful to be able to do all of this. But at some point, if you want to grow, you have to bring in somebody to help you do that. And this is another thing that I had thought about for quite some time before really taking it seriously. And in the meantime, I was doing some research to kind of see like when is the right time to bring on a team member because I didn't want to do it too soon. I didn't want to jump the gun. And I want to share with you guys what I learned in doing that research just in case somebody listening is in a similar situation and it's time for you to consider hiring your first team member as well. But basically, it comes down to two things. One, you have to have actual things that you need them to do. Like you have to know exactly what they're going to do for you. It can't just be something like, oh, I just need help or, oh, I'm overwhelmed. Like you want to be really clear on, I need somebody to handle customer service for me or I need somebody to create content or manage my Facebook community or whatever, right? So that's the first thing. Make sure that you have very clear areas that you know you are hiring for versus just bringing somebody on to put out fires all day for you, right? And then the other thing is obviously this person needs to be An investment, meaning they need to be creating money in your business. It shouldn't be something like, again, putting out fires or just sitting around randomly doing random tasks. It needs to be something that you know is going to generate more income in your business so that you can grow and also so that you can afford this amazing team member, right? So anyway, that's where I'm at. This is another way that I am creating time in my business and another way that you could too if and when you get to that point, which I have no doubt every single one of you listening will. So anyway, I hope this helped you. I hope this inspired you to take at least one of these if you haven't yet and implement it into your life. At least look into it. See what the prices are. See what, if you don't have that extra money right now, what can you sacrifice in the short term so that you can invest in that and make more space in your life, more money, and then come back and get that later on. You know, just because you're buying something right now doesn't mean that you can't stop and pick it up later on. There are a lot of things that we do not need that we pay for, like subscriptions and Netflix and a bunch of cable. Do you know, this is something that I've never shared before, but Chris and I didn't have cable for a while because it was just one of those things that we didn't need right then. And we could have used that money in my business or somewhere else for our family. And I know that a lot of you are already doing that, but I'm just giving you more examples of how you can move things around to create more space and money in your life and business. So anyway, I hope you like this. If you decide to do any of these things, I would love to hear about it. I love when you share the podcast and your stories. It's such an amazing way for you to support me, which is amazing, and also to pour into your people and share good content and help other people and help me reach other people as well. So if you do that, I appreciate it so much. Um, 
If you listen to this and you enjoy it, I would love to know. So share it in your stories and tag me so I can share it as well and send you a thank you. But that's all I got for y'all tonight. I am going to get off here. I hope you have a wonderful day and week and I will see you here next Monday. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact my efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find me on Instagram at Allie I. Reeves and or join the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group.